Hello, and welcome back to Full Out with Samantha Jo Harvey. I'm so pumped you are here. Thanks for being here. Truly, it means the world to me. And I love, love, love being able to connect with you on Instagram at Samantha Jo Harvey. I love connecting with you inside of Club Full Out, our brand new membership. And it is just a joy and complete honor when you step into the Full Out world and you allow yourself to be seen and supported. Welcome, sis. So today, I I actually dropped a question about what topics you need from the podcast into the IG channel, The Freedom Codes, and I had a couple different um, responses around holidays, holiday expectations, how to remain true to yourself during the holidays, during family dynamics, how to stay organized during the holiday season, and then a request for holiday visualizations or meditation. So we are all clearly feeling some of the same things. So this episode, I want to hit on all of those things. I am going to save the holiday visualization or meditation for Club Full Out. We have a whole incredible online gallery. It's like basically the Netflix for the full out woman. We've got trainings in there, which are all super powerful. But what I really, really love are the guided movement meditations. I love the po- the pep talks, which are essentially me in your ear giving you like a two-minute pep talk to go do the thing. We've got about eight or nine different topics in there. And if you are looking for additional support at a super low cost, you are looking for community, you are looking to be able to do the work in your own timing, on your own time, you're looking for support in dropping back in to you, slowing down and giving yourself the space to be the full out version of you. Club Full Out, the brand new membership is for you. We've actually got our very, very first Club Full Out call. We have one monthly and our first call is going to be December 13th. So if you have not joined us yet, there is still time. Sign up $99 a month or $9.99 for the entire year. Essentially, that's like two months off. And it would just be an honor to play with you in that space. So I want to look at these statistics. So I got online. I'm like, okay, let's talk about stress during the holidays. Let's talk about all the things that are coming up for us. And, you know, what are they rooted in? Like, is it just us? Is it everyone? And I found a couple statistics that I wanted to share with you. A 2018 study found that 88% of Americans are stressed while celebrating the holidays. That's from Newswire. More women than men shoulder the responsibility of holiday shopping and planning and report stress from limited time available. And that's from the American Psychology Association. So yes, there's a lot of uh, good juicy stuff that we get to get into in that one. And the final one is that people in the U.S. are more likely to cope with holiday-induced stress by engaging in sedentary behaviors such as eating comfort foods, watching TV, sleeping, and drinking. And that's also from the American Psychology Association. So what we see is this pattern of Americans, and I know we've got some listeners that are in different countries, so shout out to you. But what we're seeing here is that Americans get stressed out. Women more than men are getting stressed out. And it leads us to these things that are clearly not going to serve our visions, our families, our health, or where we want to be next year or where really, quite honestly, we want to be today. And so I think that this is so potent and important for us to really 
drop in to get super, super clear. So number one, I think it's really important to connect to your desires. What are your desires? Not your mom's, not your dad's, not your partner's, not your ex-husband, not anyone else around you, but what are your desires? And we as women, we're we're socially um, taught through all of this patterning that we give and give and give and give to everyone else. We put everyone else before us, before taking care of ourselves. And so this is a really big practice in giving yourself permission to even ask, what is it that I truly desire? What do I want? What do I really want? Not what does my mom want for me or what does my partner want for me, but what do I want? And once you start to get clear on what it is you desire, look at the feelings. How do you want to feel during the holidays? I know no one is like, I can't wait to feel stressed out. I can't wait to feel strapped for money. I can't wait to feel exhausted and crappy in my clothes. I can't wait to feel dehydrated. Like no one says that. So let's feel into what we do want. Maybe you want to feel deep love and connection. Maybe you want to feel rested and peaceful. Maybe you want to feel excited and in momentum. Maybe you want to feel incredibly healthy, strong, and resilient. Whatever it is that you desire, get really clear on that. Grab your journal, write about it as you're doing your dog walk or your walk with your kids. Speak it into your notes on your phone. Like Really get into the energy of what you desire because the strongest frequency wins. The strongest frequency wins, meaning... You may desire all of these things, but your partner's desires are stronger in frequency. Like they are set in their ways. They know what they want. Or maybe it's your family. They know what they want. This is the way we've always done it. You get to increase the intensity of your desires. Not that you need it more, but simply the idea, the visualization, the feeling of it in your body emits a stronger frequency than those around you. When that happens, you become the light that attracts all of the little fireflies, right? So we want to build and strengthen your frequency, your light, and your desires. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to have everything work out exactly as you as you want to but we are priming yourself we're priming this muscle if you will that's going to allow the other people in your life to start to feel the shift so once you're really clear on what you desire it's really important to do your your part do your part do the internal work look at like where am i still leading from my ego versus my heart Where do I want things to be like epic and extraordinary and Instagram worthy versus where do I really desire it to be meaningful? Where do I really desire to be in deep connection? And can it not have the expectation of needing to be extraordinary and epic? And maybe extraordinary and epic is what you desire, but we get to be really, really clear on what is happening internally. What do you get to heal? Heal it. How do you get to lovingly Hold your inner child when she gets triggered. Like you're going to get triggered. Can we just acknowledge like it's going to happen? So how do you love yourself through that process? Where can you give yourself space to meditate, to move your body, to clear your energy, to work out, to drink your water, 
to do the things that you know are going to serve your physical vessel and your energetic vessel. Super important. You are really the leader of your life, right? And so in this situation, in the holidays, we tend to outsource our power to the craziness of the season to, well, there's just a lot of sugar and foods around. Well, everyone's quote unquote turning off work. So I might as well throw in the towel too. You don't have to subscribe to that story. You can create your own story. So be conscious in what you are choosing. Take responsibility. Be in responsibility for what it is you want. If you are someone that's like, I am taking off the next three weeks, I'm shutting down business, I'm shutting down the gym, I'm shutting down all this stuff till January 1, and that is your conscious choice because you know it's going to feel good and serve you come January 1, amazing. Do it up, girl. But if there's a piece of you that knows that you still get to move your body, you still get to work your business, you still get to do these things that light you up and keep you in momentum, then do that. So write your own story, be in responsibility for what it is you are consciously choosing. So get off autopilot, let go of autopilot and consciously step in. Once you do this, number three, you get to do your part and focus on what is the external, what is the action-based things that I need to do. Maybe that is asking for what you want, saying no to things that you really don't want to do. And when you do that, it might look like asking for support from your partner. Hey, babe, can you help me cook this holiday food? Hey, babe, can you go buy XYZ from XYZ store? Hey, babe, can we get someone to watch the kids or clean the house or do whatever it is that you need support around? That could look like asking your partner, asking your friends, asking your family to support you so that you feel good. And this is the power of using your voice. Like it's one thing, okay, it's one thing to know what you desire, to feel like you've done all of the internal work, like this is what I desire and this is what I'm visualizing. And it's a whole nother ballgame to actually put it into action, to use your voice to say what you need to say, to ask for support, to set the boundary, to say, this is what I'm available for, or I'm going to excuse myself because this is not in alignment. And so this is where we put all of the work into practice, release the need to get it right, release the need to like have it look right or not hurt anyone's feelings. You can totally do this in the most loving, soft, feminine, powerful way. You know, I see this sometimes in my clients. They they have this idea that when they use their voice, when they set the boundaries, when they step into their leadership, that all of a sudden it's going to put them, quote unquote, like too much in their masculine and they're not going to be able to come from love. But it's actually the opposite. When you use your voice, when you ask for what you desire, when you set boundaries, you're actually coming from a space of love of self-love, of love for those around you. Because when you set those boundaries and people actually listen to them, you're going to feel better. They're going to feel better. And you're going to show up as a different version of you. So being true to yourself is actually the biggest gift. When you feel good, other people around you feel good. They can feel your energy. So 
the external is really important. The putting it into practice, the putting it into action. Now, this being said, when we're looking at relationships and we're looking at two people, right? Whether it is you and your client or you and your family or anything that has a dual situation here, it's you and someone else. We have to release the desire to control their response. You got to let go of that. You got to let go of wanting to manipulate and control and like force a specific response, which means there is a level of surrender that we get to access. There is a level of letting go of the outcome, becoming detached from the outcome so that you can find peace. It is not up to the other person to give you peace. The only person that can create peace is you. We don't create peace by what someone responds to us with. We create peace by going back to our tools, your meditation, your shower that washes off the crazy energy, your meditation, journaling, movement practices, the things that make you feel good, the walk around the block, the workout, the drinking the water, the having a salad after you had had all of your sweets, right? You are responsible for you. And if you're finding, again, if you're finding yourself getting triggered or things not working out, what an incredible opportunity. Instead of feeling the triggers or the challenges and seeing them as a bad thing, can you see them as something that's going to forward you? So instead of seeing the triggers and the challenges and the uncomfortable conversations as something that you've got to force your way through or you've got to like figure out, instead, can you allow them to be initiations? Can you view the challenge as an initiation? When you step into that initiation portal, what you're allowing is like, you know, this might be tough. This might feel uncomfortable. But when I'm in an initiation, I am discovering a new version of myself. I am allowing a new version of me to be birthed because on the other side of this challenge, I am going to be a new person. I am going to feel differently. I am going to be stronger, more resilient, more expanded. So this holiday season, if you come up against resistance and challenge, Instead of feeling like you're banging your head against a wall in challenge, can you view it as an initiation? Mm, Yeah. I've been through a lot of initiations in my life. (laughs) And when we can really view them from that space, it really allows us to step into our power. So let's come back to our list. Number four, set yourself up for success. Create a plan. This was one of the questions that I saw on Instagram, which is like, how do I create a plan? And I want to ask you, what kind of plan do you need to create? Is it a plan for your business to run smoothly during the holiday season when you're taking time off or people are busier? Is this creating a plan for your workouts? Is this creating a plan for how you're going to nourish yourself, sleep, recovery, rest, decompression time? Is this a plan for everything? And I think that's like one of my my favorite things. So I've been in a lot of containers where I have hired a business coach and it's been like very, very business focused with like no connection to my human self or my soul self. And then I've been in other masterminds and coaching experiences where it's like fully in myself and my internal conversations and my embodiment and my energetics. But I have 
really not found a space. I might create the space, you guys. I'm just going to say this out loud. I might create the space, but I have not personally been in a space where we can really look at the human as a whole self, looking at your business, looking at your health, looking at your internal relationships and relationships with others, because honestly, it's all connected. It's all connected. And so in this plan, maybe you write out, here's what I'm doing for my health. Here's what I'm doing for my business. Here's what I'm going to do for my relationships. And then you really write down whatever it is you need to write down. Put it in your calendar if that works for you. Schedule it out. Just like we schedule meetings, we schedule family parties. Schedule out your recovery time. Schedule out your decompression time. One of my favorite things is to really, I like guard my weekends <laughs> so much. And I choose either Saturdays or Sundays. And I'm like, this is the day that I don't make any plans. I make zero plans. And if I wake up on that day and I decide I want to go do something, cool. That's amazing. I'm empowered in that space. But by having this open block of time, it allows me to really feel into what I need during that moment during that day. And so even if you can't plan a full day, maybe you plan two hours in your schedule where it's like, well, might watch Netflix, might take a bath, might work out, might not do anything, might sit and twiddle my thumbs in silence. Like there is no right way, but as long as you give yourself the space, it really will allow you to come back to you. So we want to set you up for success. Create the plan. You know the type of plan that you need. I am not going to be the guru here. I can't tell you what kind of plan it is. I have tons of ideas, but if you want more, DM me. Let's have a deeper conversation about this. Plan out everything you desire and be, be realistic with your expectations. Plan out your sleep. Stick to your boundaries. Yeah? Number five, approach the holiday from your heart and not your head. Approach the holiday from your heart and not your head. Meaning, specifically when we're in these family situations, instead of coming from this ego space, this mind space of like what it's always been or being on guard or being in your triggers, can you drop the energy from your head down into your heart, down into your body? If you showed up with love, how would you treat the person in front of you? If you showed up in self-love, how would you treat your body? If you showed up in your full heart, how would you walk through the world? How would you walk through your holidays? Approach the holidays from your heart and not your head. We have some really, really beautiful movement meditations to support you in dropping out of your head and dropping into your body in club full out. But this concept is so powerful. And I even catch myself to this day, like I'll be in the middle of work stuff and I'll catch myself being so up in my head that I'm not present or so up in my head that I'm not available to really feel, you know, my workout or really be in a conversation with my partner. When we drop out of the head, we drop into the heart, we like view our family, view our friends, view the holiday season through the eyes of our heart, it might shift how you react and how you show up. Number six, permission to enjoy it. Sometimes we don't give ourselves permission to be happy. 
What if this was the choice point, the new data point to change all future holiday interactions? What if you could actually feel ease and peace and love and happiness? Like what if? What if you could? How incredible would that be? So that you are no longer a statistic. You're no longer someone who dreads the holidays. And giving yourself permission to feel good is a rebellion. We're not taught to feel good. We're taught to be stressed out, overweight, unhappy, broke. That's what our society teaches us. So can you be a rebel? Can you give yourself permission to have fun, to be happy, to love your family, to love your holidays, to love and be present? Like what a what a rebellion. What a crazy mind-blowing idea. A lot of times we're giving ourselves permission to like do the thing, take the action, be the chain breaker, go, go, go. But what if you gave yourself permission to sit back and enjoy, to receive, to feel good? Mm, You get to feel good. You get to feel good. So if we go back over these, number one, get really clear on your desires. Manage your expectations. Visualize it happening. Feeling the strongest frequency wins. Number two, do your work. Do the internal stuff. Heal what you need to heal. Love your inner child. Give yourself space to drop in with you. Number three, do your work. Do your part externally. Do the action. Take the action. Ask for what you want. Ask for what you need. Say no. Say yes. Hire someone. Ask for support. Set those boundaries. Stick to them. Number four, set yourself up for success with a plan. Write it out, put it in the calendar, and then ask for support in that. Plan for when things might go sideways. How are you going to handle that? I always like preparing just a little bit for like if I hit a roadblock or if I hit a dead end, how am I going to navigate that? That way it doesn't throw you off when it comes your way. Number five, approach the holiday from your heart, not your head. Number six, permission to enjoy, permission to be happy, permission for it to be easy. And then number seven, drop into gratitude, drop into gratitude. And before you like turn this off and you're like, oh yeah, everyone says gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. Pause for a moment and begin to shift this idea of gratitude as something that you have to do like writing down your three things you're grateful for and shift the gratitude into something you experience so that you feel gratitude in your body. You feel it coursing through your veins. You feel it all the way in your fingertips, all the way down your legs and into your feet. Can gratitude become a way of being? And from that space, you'll attract very different things. So my loves, I hope this was supportive for you. I want to invite you again into Club Full Out. It is my brand new membership. It has literally been a dream on my heart for over a year, almost two years now. And I am so, so excited to be able to support you in a more in-depth way to give you all of the tools to live your life full out 
whether that is you stepping into your badass CEO phase, whether that is you stepping into the cocoon phase where you're really just releasing old layers and developing and becoming a new version of you. If that is you that is finally ready to take care of your health, to be the leader of your life, whatever your version of full out is, we're here to support you. You can sit with us. We've got an incredible group of women that are starting this month, and I would love to invite you in. There is no commitment. You join for a month. You don't like it. Cool, babe. We'll send you on your way with so much love. But I have a feeling that this is going to be an incredible, incredible, incredible chapter one of a beautiful book. Last piece, if you join this year, Before the end of 2023, you will also get one of our founders' t-shirts. We've got some super cute full-out t-shirts. We've got an unfuckwithable t-shirt. You know I love that phrase. And I am just so, so excited to gift you a reminder of your full-out powerhouse self. So my loves, with that, have an incredible day. Have an incredible holiday. If I can support you in any way, please feel free to send me a DM at Samantha Joe Harvey. If you loved this episode, if you found value, please share it on Instagram. Tag me. It means so much to me to see your tags, to see you sharing it. I would love to hear your takeaway. And with that, have an amazing day. Thank you so much for joining me. If today's podcast inspired you in any way, we would love your support in spreading the word. Please subscribe, rate, and review, and let the other queens in your life know that they are also worthy of living life full out. If you want to continue the conversation, I'd love to connect with you on Instagram or Facebook at Samantha Joe Harvey. Have a fabulous day, and I'll see you next time.